747-3733. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Seven twelve. The Mike Calter Show. It's one zero two five. The bone. Uh, if I asked you to name a uh, restaurant that you like going to over and over again, that'd probably be pretty easy. But how about a real estate agent? And it's a little bit tougher, but not for Phil and Nanetta. They would tell you that Jeff Borum with Team Borum, because Jeff and his team sold their first home back in 2013, and when their family was growing, he found them their next home. And recently, when it was time to sell their home over there on Spring Rose Drive in Tampa, they, of course, called Jeff again. Jeff and his team exposed the home to their huge database of buyers. And get this, the couple got full asking price with multiple offers and sold in no time. Do what this family did. Make Jeff and his team your go-to agent when it comes to real estate. Call them today. Go to teamborum.com. That is teamborum, B-O-R-H-A-M, for all your real estate needs, whether you're buying, whether you're selling, whether you're thinking about renting. Jeff and his team will tell you what the options are, and they will uh, they will handle it all for you. They make it absolutely painless. They do all the work for you. They've got an entire team working to sell your home and get you the most money for it. It is teamborum.com. You can schedule an appointment today. Just Google Team Borum and make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Mike Calta show. Good old uh, Team Borum. Let me tell you, uh, disappointing loss for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night, which, of course, uh, we'll uh, be looking now on Brady Watch to see what he does and where he goes and if he stays and if he comes back and he retires. But no matter what he says, he's been known to change his mind. So we'll we'll do it, and then we'll wait it out until the cruise for him to make his announcement that he's coming back. <laughs> it uh, played out pretty much as expected when you think about it. They played pretty much how they've played all season long. <laughs> yeah, last night. Outside yeah, of yeah. a couple games here and there. It was good to have Ryan Jensen back, but there was a couple of low snaps. And when uh, they announced it, when they're doing the starting lineups, and they announced Jensen, the crowd went nuts. Yeah, yeah, it was that was that was really the highlight of the game. <laughs> By the way, does he look like an athlete or does he look like a trucker? Oh, trucker! <laughs> right? Did like, you see when the uh, opposing player tried to walk through their huddle? Oh, that's great! Yeah, chucked him out of there. That was uh, Micah Parsons. Who's yeah, like, arguably the one of the best. best players in the league. Yeah, yeah, just he, totally walked right, didn't even budge. He he played Parsons played great yesterday. Yeah. But you know what the other thing is, so did, so did Dak Prescott. Even Ezekiel had some plays. I mean, they they played really well last night. Yeah. And we played like garbage. Pretty much. Yeah. So I don't know what our problem is, but to me, and, and again, I'm I'm never tried to pretend I'm a sports guy. I don't know anything, but it, to me, to, you need somebody to bring that all together, and yeah. that's what it's lacking. And anytime, like anytime they show Todd Bowles and he makes that face, like oh, and, uh, it makes me want to smack him. Yeah, it looks like, constipated. Yeah, uh. it, it looked like he just smelled a fart on the sidelines. <laughs> but, is the expression. And also, Dallas is a younger team, so I feel like just the longevity of you know being a younger player. I don't know. We really don't have we only have, we don't have a lot of old people. We have an old quarterback, but the rest of our guys are still pretty young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I still think a, a big part was injuries. For sure. We I mean, receivers the, out all year long. Yeah, oh, linemen out, linemen. receivers out, yeah. We got rookies on the line. It, that's that's a big thing. That's what I was saying, yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we're on, we're on Brady Watch now for the next Let uh, couple of weeks. Let the Derek Carr era begin. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. On the Mike Calter Show. We need to be hit more 
What is going on? Oh, boy. Man. What do we have in the news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. You're looking to get out. It's nice and cool. Get outside. Get uh, fit for the new year. Well, you need some new shoes, and you can get them at Pelt's. Whatever brand you're looking for, whatever style you're looking for, they have them right there at Pelt's. Of course, if you're looking for uh, kids' shoes, maybe you need some boots, you need some heels, whatever style or brand you're looking for, they have them there in stock at Pelt's. And, of course, whenever you stop into a Pelt store, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. You're going to get 10% off your entire order. That's everything that you bring up to the counter. Not just one pair of shoes, everything. You get 10% off. Pelt shoes. Get them at Pelts. I am an avid fan of your news. I listen yes, every day. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, a while ago, you told us a story about a store that was opening here in the Tampa Bay area mm-hmm. called Hot Bins. Yeah. And Hot Bins gets all the returns from uh amazon and then i don't know the direct order but like they get them in on a thursday they start selling them on a friday and the prices i think drop right yeah the price is like 12 dollars on friday then 10 dollars on saturday and six dollars on sunday like as time goes away and those items have just been sitting there it drops down significantly per day well yesterday we were off and uh, I had been reading about it, and I said to, I text my sister, and I said, have you ever been to this place? And she's like, yes, a couple of times. I said, really? And I said, have you found anything? And she said, no, garbage. <laughs> she goes, but it's sometimes, you know. So I wanted to go, and uh, I didn't even know how much the price was. So everything yesterday I, was. I do have the prices right, here. So ahead, Friday, with the new shipment comes in, it's $12 each. And then it goes Saturday, 10, Sunday, 8, Monday, 6, Tuesday, 4, Ends on Wednesday with the items just at uh, $2. So I went yesterday. It was everything was $6, okay? And it was me and my wife and my daughter and her friend. We just went on a whim just to go and check it out on our way to go to lunch. And it's over on Bush Boulevard. And basically, you walk in, and it's just a big room, and it has these little table bins set up, and it's got all these boxes in it. And some of the things are open and just laying there, and some of them are in these boxes, and they have, um, some of them have barcodes on them, and you could use the Amazon app to scan it and see what's inside. Okay. But some of them don't have anything. It's just a box. So then you can take four boxes at a time up to the counter, and they'll unbox it for you at no, at no charge. Like, you don't have to keep anything. You could open up the box, see what's in it, and then be like, oh, no, I don't want that. Hmm. So we went in there, and I was like, I, I just see a bunch of people ravaging through boxes, and I go, this is going to be awful. And then I walk up to the first bin, and the first thing I see is something that I need. It's just a long uh, strip of metal with a, a magnet on it, and you drill it to the wall, and you stick your knives on it. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I need another one of these. And I was like, oh, this store is great. So I start looking through this stuff, and uh, it is mostly, I will tell you on a Monday, garbage on top of garbage. You know what I mean? Like, it's it depends. If you need lighting for your house, they have plenty of lights there. If you need um, uh, LED lights, if you need some sort of like computer accessories, and certainly if you need clothes, they just take the clothes and pile them up, and then they like do two-for-one specials where they're in there. They just want to get rid of all the clothes because I don't think they can return it. Anyway, the idea that you're going to find a treasure there is probably very slim, but that makes it fun. So we went and spent $100. We went to get nothing and ended up spending $100, but I let I said, okay, before we leave, Everybody has to pick two mystery boxes. So we picked two mystery boxes. Oh, it's kind of like the uh, storage wars where yeah. you don't know what yeah. you're getting. You're bidding on it, and yeah. then you open it up. Yeah. So we uh, we each got uh, a box, and then we did the unboxing. And my my daughter was so excited to open up her box, and she got a filter for fish. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what is that? Uh, 
yeah. the filter for a fish tank. She goes, what do I do with it? I go, nothing. You don't have fish. Yeah. Uh, and then put it in the uh, bathtub. See what happens. Yeah. I got a uh, a lighting fixture that would go on the wall. You know. Okay. Just, uh, at first, I was like, oh, a desk lamp, and I went, nope, this goes on the wall, and I don't know. I got it. And um. My, uh, I can't remember my wife. Oh, my wife got a, a whole set of little purple jars. I go, with those candles? And she opens up and goes, nope, just jars. <laughs> okay. I go, put your eye of Newt and the rest of your witch stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, and then um, my daughter's friend got uh, a jewelry box. She actually scored. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So it, I, I, it's just more for six bucks or what is today? Tuesday is $2 day or whatever it is. Whatever the cheap day is, it's fun to bring the kids there and, and play mystery box yeah. day. One day you're gonna open the mystery box and there's gonna be something good in there. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. What I found weird is that a lot of the mailing labels are still on there. So the thing I got, a lady named Helen from uh, <laughs> Montana bought it. I want to call her and be like, oh. Helen, I got your package. I don't know if you're looking for it or <laughs> well, what the deal that is. is but, uh, yeah. Today is uh, Tuesday's four dollars. Then Wednesday's two dollars. They're closed on Thursday, so they can restock. Go and then on. They start Friday with the uh, twelve dollars. Take the kids on Wednesday. That's fine. For, for a treasure hunt. Let them go in and look around, and then be like, "All right, everybody get one box for two dollars." Can't tell what to do. Like the kids saw me scanning the labels, like you can't cheat. I go, "I'm not. I'm just looking for other stuff." By Relax. the way, should we incorporate this into our Christmas gifts next year? Oh, I think we yeah. Everybody yeah. has to get their gift from there, oh. or at least a stocking stuffer or I something. So. They'll, yeah. be, they'll be closed by then. You say you know fun for the kids, but I got to tell you, this sounds like a great date idea. Do you think they will? How? No, no. It, it, listen, was it pretty busy when everyone? All they're in? paying for is the rent of the building. Yeah, and the um, uh, staff. And they were overstaffed, but they're probably only paying them $5 an hour or whatever minimum wage is. So this is stuff that people return? Yes. Okay. So uh, I can tell you because um, my old roommate had something delivered to our house. Uh You know, like her Amazon was just mixed up. She didn't have the right address. We called Amazon because we, I don't have contact with her anymore. We called Amazon and was like, hey, told them the situation. They were like, well, you can either just keep it or go donate it. Yeah, and they, oh, wow. and they just told us to keep the packages. You know what I mean? And they, we make so much money. Yeah. we don't even need you to yeah. get it hundred percent. I will yeah. send her a new one. Yep. I ordered a stud finder once, and it was like seven dollars, and they marked it as delivered. I get all my packages to my door, and they marked it as delivered, and I didn't have it. So I called them up, and I go, "Hey, I'm I'm missing this," and they said, "Okay, we'll send you another one out." And I was like, "All right, thank you." And they were like, "We can credit you or send you another one." I go, "No, I need it. Send me another one." They said, "All right, we'll have it to you tomorrow." I said, "Cool." Then I went to get my mail, and it was in my mailbox. So I didn't. Uh, I, I most of my packages come to my door. So I called them back, and I go, "Hey, uh, I called earlier, and the stud finder and all that." They go, "Yeah." I go, "It was in my mailbox. I got it." And they were like, "Oh, oh, okay." And I went, "I just want to let you know." And they're like, "Yeah, nobody ever calls us back. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Nobody ever calls us to tell us you're the first person to actually go." I go, "Well, I have integrity, ma'am. Thank mm-hmm. you." Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, Amazon. So the iPhone, Amazon, greatest things in my lifetime. <laughs> There you go. All I right. have a friend who will order TVs allegedly Wait. from different people, and like he'll just say, "Oh, I never got it." And Amazon has so much money that they'll send. That only works like once or twice. Don't well, yeah. I, you know, I he, imagine you go out a list. Well, yeah. under fraud, I, I imagine he's probably using other people's names. You know, yeah. accounts. Yeah, like, I used good. to do accounts. I yeah. used to do that with the uh, tapes. I'd get all the cassette tapes. And then I yeah. order it under like Greg Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to show Genius. up from Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, and yeah. put you in uh, in jail. Plus, yeah. I was so ready to go. I'm like, I'm 15. I can't enter yeah. into a contract. <laughs> <laughs> I know the law. Yeah. I don't know how they made money on that thing because everybody stole <laughs> yeah, everybody them. Did. Everybody. Nobody ever bought the one more CD. No, no. I even, yeah. bu- I even, 
I'll never forget. I joined, got my CDs, my Winger and Def Leppard and all that. CDs? I was cassette tapes. Oh, I did that too, but I got CDs, and then all of a sudden, my first CD of the month was Jeff Lynne, and I went, ugh, and I took it right to Sound Exchange and traded it in. That was no way I'm keeping that. Uh, So San Francisco, I read this story, and I had to make sure that it was true. It's true. San Francisco's reparations committee has proposed paying each black longtime resident $5 $5 million yeah. in granting total debt forgiveness due to the decades of uh, systematic repression uh, faced by the local black community. The San Francisco African-American Repar- Reparations Advisory Committee, which advises the city on developing a plan for reparations for black residents, released its draft uh, report last month uh, to address reparations not for slavery, since California was not technically a slave state, but to, quote, address the public policies uh, ex- uh, explicitly created to subjugate black people in San Francisco by upholding the uh, and expanding the internet and uh, or I'm sorry intent and legacy of uh, chattel slavery. The draft plan includes a long list of financial recommendations for black San Francisco residents, including a one-time lump sum payment of five million dollars to, to how many people to each eligible individual. So they have to be eligible. But where do they get that money from? I don't know. Where, how, I read this too, but I don't understand where do they get the money from and who do they give it to? Like, how do they determine who? They had a surplus. I know that, that before I know, but, the pandemic, but I don't think they have much left in there. But That'll I mean, think of thing. how many black residents there are in San Francisco. Okay. I don't know how many qualify for it, but if they're given $5 million each, if there's a thousand people, yeah, I, that's I mean, so yeah. much money. Yeah. I, uh, let me ask you a question, and I don't mean to be. Um, uh, intensive here. I'm I'm not in this situation, but I would think a million dollars would be more than enough, don't you? Mm-hmm. Five million? Like like I don't think that there's going to be somebody out there that's about to get reparations, and they go, "We're all going to give you a million." And they go, "Million? You, I mean, so, five million? Nice. And a million's so, pretty good." And I Google this, and according to the 2001 census, there is five. Point one percent African Americans that live in San Francisco. Right, but oh. which ones qualify? Right, that's right. But, the, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, pr- they probably did this knowing the amount that they oh, were going to yeah. give out is going to be very low because not everyone's going to know about this and not everyone's going to know how to apply. So, like, the amount that is actually going to get the money is probably going to be pretty low. Uh, the population of San Francisco in 2021 was 815,201, so let's take 5% of that and see how many people that is, you know. And then it's also, like we said, who qualifies and all that stuff. So Also, what, is, what does that do to San Francisco if all of a sudden you just turned all these people into millionaires? But also, is this them trying to get people to move to San Francisco? No, you're not, you're not going to get it. I know, you but, you, there. but you hear this and then you're like, oh, they care about, you know, black people in the community. They were trying to make it better. Let's... You know, like uh, it just ups their uh, in this country. More people are moving away. By the way, if everybody was to get uh, paid out the five percent, if they were to get paid out, whatever, that would be over two billion dollars, oh, which, which for the government is feasible. I, I you know, oh, well, especially all the money's in Ukraine yeah, right now. You just, you just keep getting it, Printing just it. Keep making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, it's not going to be good. I, I will tell you though that uh, I I was in San Francisco recently. I enjoyed it. Yeah, San Francisco is beautiful. California is beautiful. I don't. I didn't have to deal with anything politically or yeah. anything like that. But uh, nice people and great community and good weather. Yeah, yeah great weather. 
From what I, I see, even the I know there's a big homeless problem out there, but it, even some of the videos I've seen, they seem to just stick to themselves. But there's and, such a, a liberal, peace loving, hippie area that most of the homeless people just were part of the neighborhood. I yeah. saw someone spraying a homeless person. Yeah. Oh yeah, I with saw that water, too. Yeah, with a hose. They were because they were like homeless guys. Homeless homelessness has been so bad in San Francisco that like they're just literally sleeping on the sidewalk in front of businesses, and the business owners are like. You know, they yeah, don't it know was what like to a, do. It was like an old lady, too. Yeah, an it old was Phyllis, man. I think. Yeah. Oh, Phyllis. <laughs> what is spraying her right in the face? Oh, I try man. to think if if there was, if we lived somewhere where there was a real homeless problem and like you had a homeless guy. Yeah, we <laughs> No, do. but I mean, like, not in our neighborhoods. You yeah. know what I mean? No, like, I know, uh, but here, uh, for sure. Right. I mean, I, go to a, go to a uh, lightning game and you see them all out oh, there. Oh, yeah. I pass 10 people, 10 homeless people on my way home. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Because I go to, I, I'm on. You know, near waters in Florida, in Florida Ave, right there. The- yeah, right. I wonder why. I wonder what the congregation is over there. Um, Probably don't hassle them as much. Yeah, and there's like the big parking lot right there because there's yeah. like a Wawa off of Florida and waters. There's a Wawa with a giant open parking lot that no one really goes to. How about this? You know, when you check out at Walgreens and they try to guilt you into chipping in towards their charity, like they go, "Would you like to donate?" And so you have to feel stupid and say no in front of everybody. Uh, I got I got hit through a drive through the other day too. They're like, hey, "Would you like to donate?" And I went, "No." Yeah. Oh. Um, but uh, it, what if there was a program that was like, uh, "Would you like to buy homeless Harry uh, a sandwich while you're here?" And you're like, "Yeah, that I would do." You know what I mean? Like, if you like, knew they were getting it. No, no. Just... Like, if they have a list of guys, like, okay, so each Walgreens, that's Walgreens, say Wawa, okay, each Wawa has a program where you'd sign up if you're homeless. And you give like almost like an Amazon wish list. I like a drink and a sandwich. And when you're checking out, yeah, you can buy them a, a gift card. Or something. Yeah, no, but just give the homeless people refillable yeah. uh, gift cards, whatever that you could send them. They could be like, hey, my thing, whatever. But then you think you're getting scammed. You know what I mean? You're like, if I send this, are they going to be able to get into my account? How does this yeah. work? So, yeah. I- I'll tell you where there's a ton of homeless people is uh, over on Hillsborough. There is a uh, supercuts that I used to get my haircut over there. And it's right next to like a Little Caesars and uh, something else. Whatever. But there's just a bunch of homeless people over there just hanging out. And a guy walked past. I was leaving and guy walks past and it's raining and he has no shoes on, Ugh. just socks. And I go, hey, man, I had a bunch of my running shoes in there and they're like gently worn. Yeah. And I was going to give him a pair of running shoes. And I go, hey, do you need some shoes? And he's like, nope, I'm good. And I'm like. Yeah. It's like $175. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm yeah. like, okay, I you guess. Yeah. Enjoy wet socks. It's so funny. I, I bought a pair of shoes. I was in Manhattan walking one time, and my shoes were too tight. My sneakers, they were new, and I couldn't wear them. So I walked into a, like a, a footlocker, bought a new pair of shoes, and then just walked out, and the first homeless guy I saw, so I go, hey, man, you wear size 12? You want these? That guy was like, I gave him a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, shoes and socks are always a thing yeah. that we're always sure. looking for. You could tell how long a person's been homeless, because that guy that loved the shoes is probably newly homeless, and the guy that didn't want the shoes is probably so used to being homeless, he's like, nope, passed. He looked like Gandalf, yeah. man. He was oh. old. This guy was more impressed that somebody was giving him something. Than yeah. He was like, I can have these? I was like, you're damn right, you can. By yeah. the way, my guy, not no thank you. Nope. Some homeless people are angry. I remember years ago when I was like 20 years old, I went to go get bagels on a Sunday morning and it was cold. Like it's been this past weekend. And there was a guy sitting in, uh, he was huddled in the, uh, the room next door, you know, like the, the walkway to the store next door that was closed. 
And I was like, I don't know what I should do. So I went over there and I, I bought him a coffee and tried to give him some money and he threw the money back at me. I was oh, like, all right, wow. well, thank you. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's, that's people who are embarrassed by being out there or they don't want to be so many help. Yeah. There's, a, there's an area where I run and it's like a corporate area. So there's not a lot of traffic back there. And I had parked and I saw there was a homeless guy up against the building like over there, which was a good area because it had a lot of like uh, shrubbery and stuff yeah. and he could kind of hide back there or whatever. And I was like, oh, and it was cold just like this. And I went over to him and I go, hey, man, are you sleeping out here? And he looked down at the ground away from me and said, I'll leave and did like that, like he was in trouble. And I was yeah. like, no, man, here. And I gave him, I gave him, I only had $10 on me, but I gave it to him. I was like, you know, take care. I, I you know, I we're, don't know what the hell. We're never going to solve the homeless problem on our own. But if you could just do that with one person that you see, you're, everybody did that. It would be so much more of a help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of, you know, obviously. If you're that woman and this lady's sleeping on your stairs and you've asked her to move a bunch of times and you hit her with the hose, you know, it's your nice way of... <laughs> how, do yeah. you, how do you hit another human with the hose? Yeah. I, especially yeah. an old lady. Like, I get it. If she just keeps But she might have been bother. a rude, dirty, I she might know. have been pooping on her stairs. But still... And like, have you, I get it. And have you seen the architect that, like, cities make to, like, prevent homeless people from yeah. being able to, like, sleep oh, on yeah. benches and stuff New York like that? A, New York has a bunch of uh, spiky yeah. things on there. Any planters that they have so nobody can even sit on yeah. it, you know? And I... I get it. People want to live their lives, but if you could just take care of one person, uh, David from Forgotten Angels, who is the charity that I work with that takes in the foster kids, that dude, every time the temperature drops below 40 degrees, he gets a bunch of these heavy horse blankets, loads them up in his truck, and goes out and finds homeless people downtown Tampa and just like living under overpasses and gives them blankets and sandwiches and on his own. Yeah. You know what I mean? And never looking for any any uh, help doing it or anything like that, he's just a, he's a good guy like that. And if everybody just took w the responsibility for one person that they see, it would go way more than these stupid charities that the money never funnels down to the street. I agree, yeah. but they got the 3D printed homes now, and yeah. they just had a story where they now are able to do two-story homes. So before you know it, they'll probably be able to make communities. And Spanish, there's nothing better than this story about that Tunnel to Towers is doing. They got a bunch of land donated in Land O'Lakes, and they are building those houses and they are building them for veterans who have disabilities uh, who were hurt in the line of duty or 9-11 or those sort of things. Uh, they are, they are, the land was donated, so now all they have to do is put the house in. Most of these houses are donated, or they're going with the donations that they get from cash from everybody, and they're building a whole community over there for those for yeah. those veterans. So, yeah, something along those lines is so cheap, but you still need to find the property, you and, know? Yeah, and the issue, though, is becomes these people need to be rehabilitated in some way. So if you can't yeah. just put a Band-Aid right, on it. Most of them are mental, right. mental yeah. health issues. Look, I, it's a it's an issue. The guy in New York, the governor of New York, is um, was the mayor. I don't the mayor. I think I don't know. I read the story. My wife and I were arguing about it because from a mental health perspective, he has it to where now if you see a person on the street that has mental health issues, you can take them in and make them go to uh, a rehab. You, But it's it's stripping them of their rights because they're not committing a crime, not doing yeah. anything wrong, and it's giving the police uh, the uh, job of making that decision. To me, it would be kind of odd. and It would be like I'm thinking in my head, you see the guy who's talking to himself, walking back and forth 800 times. That guy has mental issues. He's a danger to himself. He's a danger to other people. Get him to where he needs to go. But my wife's point of view is who are you to determine? These unskilled people are out there to determine. 
and then um, some people just because they're talking to themselves, they're not a threat to anybody. Yeah, so do it all I, the time. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's I think it's an attempt by the mayor to do something to help yeah. out. You know, this huge problem that you have that it doesn't have easy answers. So no, we used to have not. the guys with white coats. Yeah, yeah. Got, come right? and take you away. Yeah. Come and get you. That's real. Big they net. would really just grab oh, yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Really? That's yeah. And then terrifying. They would, then they would hook up electrodes to your head. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. Here, this will help yeah. you. Really? You're not gay anymore. Yeah. yeah uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers postseason run came to an early Ooh. end Monday night as uh, Dak Prescott threw four touchdown passes, and the Buccaneers struggled to convert opportunities in the red zone. The Bucks had a 31 to 14 loss to the visiting Dallas Cowboys in the wild card round Monday night. It should have been 35 to 14, but Dallas's kicker got the yips. Man, uh, Brett Maher uh, may be looking for a new job. I would imagine because no. good lord, that was that Jerry Jones tweet real. No, uh, <laughs> that no. was great though. <laughs> it's Jerry Jones attributed Jerry Jones tweet. It said if there's any kicker anywhere in the stadium, yeah. <laughs> uh, here is uh, here is the announcers talking about the kicker just blowing it and missing another one. Here we go. And now the drama of Brett Maher trying to hit an extra point. He's missed three tonight, four in a row, and he has done it again. They might be looking for a kicker next week. And this is a 24 to nothing game. That is four missed extra points tonight. And you just feel horrible for him. I didn't. And also, he only missed two field goals the entire year. So it wasn't like this is a guy who had been struggling. What is the, uh, what, did you hear what the confusion was there? He said this last night, and then he goes, he's missed three tonight, four in a row. Yeah, so he missed one last game. He missed uh, the oh, point after. Oh, I yeah. get you. I get yeah, you. so it's oh, been four in a row, five in a row is what him, it wound yeah. up being for him for that game, one in the prior game. And you got to be honest. I mean, if, you're, if your kicker is missing, regardless of how great he did all season long, if he misses four in one game, you got to go, all right, we have to have somebody else because four points four, in a yeah, game. That's a lot. And especially in the playoffs. Right, yeah. When he missed a two. They started saying, hey, look, if this comes down to a Brady shootout, like most of his uh, end of his things, it can come down to being those two points. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't feel bad for him because he was on the opposing team, but I, I've seen these mental it blocks. wild. Do you remember when uh, Chuck Knobloch from the Yankees played second place, couldn't throw it to first, kept throwing it into the stands? He just had a mental block. Almost hit uh, Keith Olbermann's mother in the stands one time. He actually think he did it. Or, uh, he, he would one pick the, it up, turn, and throw it right over the first base and right into the stands every one time. One of the best ones was in Tin, tin uh, Cup when he's got the yips and he's doing that and he's hitting it down the line and doing all this stuff. And Cheech tells him to stay, put his weight on his right foot and put his take all of his change out of his pocket and put it in his yeah. left pocket and do all this stuff. And he does it and he hits it and he goes, well, how, how did that work? And he goes, because you're not thinking about it you're now. Right, right. You're thinking about all the weird stuff you just did. Yeah. It's it's that's affected a lot of people in sports over the years. They once they get that bug in their head, man, they can't they yeah. can't shake it. They have sports psychiatrists or psychologists to do that stuff. Did you ever see how Charles Barkley hits a golf ball? No. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it is unbelievable his swing. He brings the club back and then goes like shakes around, <laughs> Joe. If you can find it, it's unbelievable. I don't even know why he still plays golf. Like, really? he can't control himself. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is, but it's crazy. Maybe he has like pinched nerves, and he can't. You know, I, I think it's just the can't hit though. Uh, sometimes, Oof. yeah, it's pretty wild. I don't see. That's another thing of why I hate golf. Oh my god! No, let me tell you why, Carmen. Because like you and Chad play golf a lot, and you're pretty good at it. Yeah. Okay, you don't have to be great. You're pretty good at it. If you're 
awful at it. What's the sense of doing it? Like, yeah. it's, it's just like, I'm not good and nothing makes me happy. And then, you know, I'll hit one long putt or I'll hit one far ball and I'll go, hey, maybe this is good. And the rest of the day just thinks like, oh, I hate golf. <laughs> it's the, it's for guys, I'm assuming it's like the atmosphere, because even if you're not really good for the most part, you're just drinking and playing and shooting the crap with your friends. That's and another there's thing. not I a lot of girls around. And I don't like to, first of all, I like girls yeah. uh, and I don't like um, to drink in the day. And it's just not for me. It seems to me like one of those things that, that nerds do. It's like a nerd haven. I'm not saying like all golfers are nerds, but like I think a majority of them. Like no, like <laughs> like a majority of them are exactly what you said. I get away from my wife for a little while. I could do some drinking, hang out with the boys. I've lived my life. My my daughter said to me, "You're lucky every day's a weekend to you." And I said, "You're right." Yeah. And I said, "You're right." That's exactly how it is. She she's like, "I don't want to go to school," and she said, "For you, it's easy. Every day's a weekend." I said, "Yeah." I, I I made Earned it that it. way. Do it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Joe's showing some video of Barkley, oh and he's yeah. hitting totally fine, though. Yeah. He's not doing so all maybe the... Yes. Uh... Maybe that was at no. one point, or this is before or after what? Joe found a bad video, because the first uh, one... Uh. Like, if you just Google Charles Barkley Wait hitting a, a golf ball... You said Joe found a bad no. video? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Because that looks like a pretty young Barkley. Google That's Charles Barkley. ago, Barkley. <laughs> Yeps. Just put that in, and it'll... Come up. <laughs> you really screwed me, Joe. Yeah. I but like, I saw it. And yes, right. I saw he it does too, like a yeah. stutter, like swing. Yeah. Right. Really Maybe he's weird. got pre Parkinson. I think Galvin made the whole thing up. Yeah. Uh, there's no video to prove it. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> Phyllis right is. now. Oh, <laughs> you just got left <laughs> behind like Phyllis. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Don't find yeah. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, so he can't follow through. Yeah, yeah. That is weird. Isn't that he, weird? He probably took lessons, and that was probably like one of the training exercises that they did to learn how to bring your hands down, but he never like was able to put it together. It's so funny because I talk about that all the time. Like, I can play golf pretty decent. Like, I'm not great or anything, right. but I think if I played more, I'd get worse. Oh, really? <laughs> because I'd think about it and try and do this, and I people would give never me tips. think about getting lessons. And then one time we went to the driving range. And I was hitting the ball, you know, okay, like you do it at Top Golf or whatever. And then Pete just walks by and goes, "Turn your wrist in, move your hand down." And then I was just crushing him just from those two little things yeah. that he said. So if you really wanted to be good, lessons are the way to yeah, go. Sure. I just have no desire. Stinks. Uh, so we saw, heard about the uh, six-year-old kid that brought the gun into school and shot the teacher and all that stuff. This is unbelievable. I don't know if you guys have seen this video yet. Police in Indiana arrested a man for felony child neglect on Saturday after neighbors saw a toddler walking around their apartment complex with a loaded gun. Oh. There's footage of the arrest was shown live on TV. It was on live patrol. Oh my they God. showed it. But look at this. Watch this video of this little kid who is holding this gun, oh pulling the trigger, pointing at his own face. He is pointing it at his own face. Who's videoing this? It's on a ring doorbell. Oh, I was like, so just, they, how well, old look, is look, the kid? Look, I mean, it's a toddler. What yeah. would you say? Three years like, old? Like, I wouldn't yeah. even want this kid to be out by the stairs, no. let alone with a gun. Yeah, look at him. Look at him. Pointing it, pulling it, pulling the trigger, looking down oh. the barrel of the gun. Yeah. Oh, Oof, that that crazy? Really look bad. at that. Oh, like, if there would have been people oh. out there. Oh. That's oh, insane. I, I just don't even know what people are doing. The good thing is that kid probably didn't have the strength to pull it all the way. Yeah. But, I no, mean, he was pulling the trigger. Oh, he was pulling the trigger. Maybe. I don't know what they said, something, maybe whatever. Maybe chambered. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, that is just the kid with a gun freaks you out. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a little kid, oh. too. 
I mean, I'd shoot that kid on sight if I saw him. I assume he was a threat. And just put yeah. one in him. I'm kidding, by the way. I feel like I have to tell everybody I'm kidding now. I'm going to get a bunch of emails. Pharmacists yep. still yeah. mad at me. Pharmacists don't have a sense of humor. The other day, I had to go pick up my prescription. and I, went, I was like, I don't know if you heard, but I feel yeah. like I should apologize. I was just kidding. Uh, so we had talked about this story before, but now uh, this woman got fired. A police officer has been fired after allegedly engaging in an on-duty sex act with a bunch of male colleagues. Yeah. Megan Hall, 26 years old, we have a picture of her and her husband, allegedly performed oral sex with two officers at the police station, sent dirty pictures, and took her top off at a Girls Gone Wild hot tub party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my wife showed me this picture, and she goes, What's up with this cop that I'm seeing everywhere? I don't know what the story is. Yeah. I was like, she's just a great woman. <laughs> this is the story. Uh, Hall is alleged to have uh, bragged about the size of one partner's genitalia and uh, said to have described herself as an, an, an open marriage. Uh, did not tell her husband, though. Ugh. The scandal has led to her dismissal from the police department uh, in Tennessee. Sergeant Lewis Powell, Officer Juan Lago, uh, Sergeant Ty McGowan, and Detective Cynthia uh, Shields were also fired. Shields told officials Hall performed oral sex on him while they were on duty Ugh. inside the police gym uh, before returning to their desk why to continue they, the workday. Why are they telling anybody? Well, I think they got busted, and then they're trying to work Price stuff out. Well, didn't they hear like a recording? Didn't she have like her mic on? Yeah, she had a hot her radio. She did. She had the, the radio was hot. Oh, the radio was hot. Yeah. That, that was the story that we did that we had talked about. Yeah. And uh, no, her husband actually is standing by her side. Yeah. That's yeah, what I mean. What? I was going to get to. Yeah. Oh, so she said that she was in an open marriage. Never told her husband. Her husband was like, we're not in open marriage. But he is now going to stick with her after she just ran a train they, through the whole department. They were probably in an open marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're so. Well, then why the wouldn't force. he say that at yeah. least? I don't because it's known to anybody's business. Uh, mm. Two other officers who allegedly had tryst with Hall uh, kept their jobs but wound up uh, suspended, according to the report. By the way, the, for those of you who always wonder, this is how Joe keeps his job. Yeah. Wait. Uh, what? Joe's giving us. This is a joke. Wait, that, what? Did you see the Who's husband? That? Yeah, yeah. The, I don't think he agreed to the open marriage. He oh, just, really? uh, look, yeah. You know who he looks like? Little uh, push button. What's his name? Oh yeah, Chauncey. Chauncey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> show the show the uh, husband. I don't know. This is video. I don't know if I got the husband. Oh, yeah. come on, well, It's man. in the pictures. Yeah. Well, I know, but I couldn't get to the site you sent me, so I had to find, it. I had to find video well, somewhere else. As long as you're playing Golden Tea. Uh, there's, right, I guess. There's, it's good to know that the uh, Bone TV is the same accuracy as the, uh, app. the app. Yeah, yeah. They had And this you one, sound like crickets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this one photo of the husband and the wife together after the story broke, and then they zoom in on the husband's face, yeah. and you could just see the sadness behind those eyes. Yeah. Right? Oh, I yeah. have to tell you. My wife, uh, not a prude, but didn't have a, uh, you know, she's not, she doesn't have a history, you know what I mean, that I know of. If something like this ever broke with, with all these stories, the first thing I would have to do is go, oh, you son of a, you sneaky son of a gun, you. I would, be, I would be mortified afterwards, but at the beginning I'd be like, you tricky little trickster, you. I had no idea. How do you kiss your wife after that? Oh, you don't. You don't, unless you really like, like that other guy. Like yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think? There's a whole list of guys. Oh, yeah. no, that I don't know why she'd want to stay in the marriage. Everything she did, she'd be like, he'd be like, "Did you make dinner?" And she's like, "No, I get no dinner." And you banged all the guys yeah. at work. Like yeah. everything would just keep. That's never gonna. Work. It's like clerks. I'm 37. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could go to their Christmas party though, because I bet that would be awesome at the uh, oh. Lee's office. Oh, yeah. Everybody buys her a gift. Yeah. Sure. So she got fired from there, but. Uh, 
Hey, guys, uh, you remember that story about that Megan Hall? She's coming to our station. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Transferred. All right. But you know what, though? She, it's not even like uh, the porn situation isn't even like, well, she can get a movie deal now. Nobody cares. Yeah. What is she going to do a online thing and make uh, $800 the first day and be like, whoa. But Iggy Azalea is up on uh, uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, I have that. And uh, I, I immediately did not join, and I asked Spanish to send me all the pictures garbage yeah I, I, we already saw her like naked yeah that's but know? that's what they do they just put a bunch of bikini photos up there then like if you all want yeah, anything, yeah. Come I mean, on. you get a hot girl a hot actress who doesn't want to work anymore and she's like yo this picture of my butthole on my only fans oh. she makes a gazillion dollars yep. that's it like if or i don't know bad or, baby or, doesn't get yeah. naked doesn't do anything sexual just Crazy. walks around in a bikini yeah. she doesn't get naked no, no. no. You're, you've never seen her her boobs no, no. no I think the most photos, she does but... is where, like she'll ha- hold her hand over. Yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. what a rip off that is. Doesn't do doesn't do sex stuff. Literally, just like dances and twerks in bikinis. But don't worry, because there are perverts out there that know how to stop film and zoom in <laughs> yeah. on slips. So, yeah, his name you know. is Mr. Skin. Yeah. Um, but Carmen. Yeah. What if you did it? Yeah. And you didn't show anything. Yeah. But Chad did. Yeah. And then you get uh, girls who like. Uh, Black guys with abs and big dongs, and then you get a whole bunch of gay guys looking too. Yeah. Oh, listen, Chad's already like thinking about doing it without his face and just. Chad doing- has to call himself Chocolate Rain if he does. One hundred percent. How about this? How about this? If you're if you're a gay guy who's into uh, Tiger Woods and Chad just puts on the the red shirt and the yeah. black yeah. baseball hat, oh uh-huh. dude, he could do so many. Things. Oh, he can make so many puns about his putter and uh-huh. one. And I uh-huh. thought. <laughs> about it because i was like he's like oh yeah but girls don't want to watch that i was like yeah you're not going for yeah, the female no. audience you're yeah. going for the gay and male tell audience them. And, and tell him that i'm not even gay yeah and, you know, they and love he, that but it, i could be yeah but th- and that's what he said he was like <laughs> he said the gay community really missed out with him not yeah. being gay <laughs> um but he was like yeah he's like yeah and i'll just tease him I'll be like "Ooh, you yeah. want this don't you listen he just too much. All right, it was hot. Now, it's yeah, now, now it feels real. I don't Wait like till it. me and Bobby Kelly do a boudoir shoot. That's going to be hot. Uh, Spanish, get mean. Get mad. Uh-oh. Get angry. What happened? A new study found that people in bad moods may perform detail-oriented tasks better. Oh, yeah. That's that your problem. Sense. You're too happy. Yeah, that makes sense. Too happy. <laughs> too lackadaisical, <laughs> yeah. Uh, people in negative moods, <laughs> angry angry or sad. Look yeah. at Joe and, uh, I mean, the Gio and, and Galvin are two of the most yeah. productive people on the show. Right. Yeah. Mean, miserable people. <laughs> uh, angry or sad were more careful <laughs> and analytical than people with a uh, positive mood. I totally understand that and get that, yeah. <laughs> That's why Gio gets so much stuff done. He's yeah. just mad at himself. That's Thank my, you. That's my mother, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we got the slow burn back in the studio because she's the hardest working person yeah. on the show. So, you know, it's simmering right oh, below. I yeah. hate it. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is there ever a day you came to work, Carmen, and was like, I love this job? No. Like in the morning, I walk downstairs, <laughs> and I come in here, and I'm like, I love this. I love being here. I love the studio. I love the job. And I'm like, it's very happy. Again, a good mood. Yeah. And then I uh, hear you and you're like, hey. I just, <laughs> I just think about like the hours. I'm like, you know what? It's, the hours, it's, all it's, five of them. I'm like, it's not that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's oh. not that bad. And I have the rest of the day. It's not that bad. What do you think you would be doing if you weren't here? Stripping. Oh, no. Look, be, you could do both. I would still be bartending, probably, because honestly, even with my degree, I would, I, may, I made way more money bartending. 
It, sure. You know what I mean? And that's just how it goes. And then once you reach a certain certain age as a bartender, if you want to, then you can move into the management position. You know what I mean? So I probably... By the way, even with my degree, what have you ever done with your degree? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't use my degree. Oh, uh, I got you. Yeah. Like, even with it, even now that I have a degree, I'm not using it and but I don't plan on using it. Here's the thing. The great thing about bartending, it's super fun and you can make a ton of money. But you don't want to be a fifty-year-old bartender, right? No, so that's you know why I mean? you try and move into the management position where you can, yeah. like, you know, or a key holder where you bartend the good shifts and then manage all the other shifts. By the way, no offense to fifty-year-old bartenders, right. <laughs> but, uh, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but if I wasn't doing this and I was, you know, doing like that, I'd probably be a bartender and be on OnlyFans. I feel like yeah. you were targeting Pinky. Oh, <laughs> no, she's <laughs> she's sixty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how old she is. <laughs> She's an uh, enigma. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about uh, quiet quitting and all these different things. Well, how about this now? Should we stop giving companies two weeks notice when we quit yeah. and just leave them with zero notice? Yeah. Listen to the reasoning. That, the hashtag no two week notice has been trending on TikTok. And the argument is that uh, they don't give you two week notice when you get fired. Right. So why do you give them two week notice if you're going to quit? I think point. if you have a good relationship with them and yeah. stuff. You if don't, you're leaving for another job right, or something. You don't want to burn bridges right. either if it's a you know field that you're going to be working in. It all comes back around. We've all yeah. seen people who, you know, oh, I'm going to screw you guys up. Blah. Oh, really? Can I come yep. back or can but, I work at the same company? Uh, nope. But also, I remember the first job that I quit, and that was Chuck E. Cheese, huh. because I decided I was going to go to college the next screw semester. Screw you, rat. <laughs> but, she just put her beaver head back on and walked out. But basically, they wanted me to get in the rat costume, and I was just like, hey, you know what? This is my last day anyway, just to let you know I'm quitting. And the manager sat me down, and he was like, you know, it's really important that you give us a two-week notice and going forward you should do that with your job just in case you ever want to come back and i was like if i ever come back to chuck e cheese please shoot me i I was like i hope i never have to come back here yeah i i i think that uh, a two-week notice is good if you're leaving a job that you've worked at for a while and you don't want to screw them over you know um i do also think that like I remember when I got fired from 90 Rock, I was ready to scorch the earth. I was going to burn every one of them. They're all, I'm going to get them all fired. And none of that happened. The best thing that I ever did is just keep steady and beat them in the, in the ratings. That was it. Like now the long-term effects on that it, for what I did here have been so much better than me just being an angry guy who yells at them every day. You guys think blah, blah, blah. it's just so much better to, I like most of those guys now just to sit back and go, Hey, by the way, Sorry, we're crushing you uh, every day, but, you know, thank you for firing. Yeah, but if you work a place that you like, you're like, you know, give two weeks notice. If you're dealing with money, they usually probably go, oh, well, we don't need you to yeah. do that. You know, they're worried people will steal. But I, if it's just terrible, then you just, Mr. White, yeah, I quit. I quit. Yeah. I quit. I quit. Well, if I you're quit. if you're moving, if you're moving and saying, "Hey, I'm moving uh, in a month, and I just want to give you guys notice, I'll work until you find <laughs> yeah. a replacement," you know that sort of thing. I had to give notice at the uh, oh station I worked up in Louisville to come down here. They didn't even know I would called in sick to come from, down and audition from here. Yeah, he like he called the radio station. He's like, oh, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to make it in tomorrow." Like, While he's in a hotel room down here, and I and I go, I was like, "What if they tell you you have to? We don't have a replacement." He's like, oh, "I'm not." Okay. Listen, yeah. they all voice track. They, they all did that. Well, I was the only one who was actually working there and doing stuff, whatever. So I go, I go "I'm not going to be able to come in today." <laughs> and then whenever I got back, they were like, "Oh, okay." Oh, you know, that's how it goes. Well, I, I'll tell you what. You want to talk about Ninety Rock? They had a guy there named Puddin. And uh, I remember that guy. Putin was on the air. He wasn't a bad guy. 
But he, he looked, he purposely looked like somebody else. Yeah, like he had the big Elvis glasses. Yeah. It was like Did trying, he like Putin? It was trying to replace one fat guy yeah. with another fat guy. They even made the like promos that looked very similar to other right. promos with the same dumb fat face. And uh and those guys got fired because they hired me and they were they I don't even think they gave them like a year on that show and then they fired him. And uh he was a nice guy. And then I showed up to to sign paperwork and stuff, and he was there to clean out his office, and we ran into each other in the hallway, and I'll never forget, he looked at me, and I looked at him, and he goes, hey, go, hey, and he goes, oh, now I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I felt terrible for a second. Uh, So have you seen this policy at any hotels yet? Uh, Someone at a hotel right here in Florida posted a photo of the minibar fridge in their room and a sign that said they'd automatically be charged $50 if they put any of their own stuff in the fridge. What? What? Yeah, because like you're just opening the fridge. I I saw that uh, there was something in uh, uh, Vegas. I saw the hotel. It said if you even open it, whatever that they have a charge or something. I was like, so the so I can't bring that sandwich home. And well, they usually have two refrigerators. They have the mini bar fridge yeah. and they have another one. Like Seminole Hard Rock. I, I don't know. I haven't stayed there in years, but they used to have a mini bar that was pressure sensitive. So if you took a bottle out, it would automatically charge your room. So they were like, don't take it out until you're ready to buy it. They would just tell you because it's there. But So that's probably why they didn't want them messing with that refrigerator. But uh, usually most rooms will have a mini bar and another fridge. It's so funny because like on the cruise, they'll have that water there. And they usually give you like one free water and then the other ones are $8 each yeah. or whatever. It is. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, you wake yeah. up and you're like, is it free? Can I? I'm going to yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. I yeah. started bringing like a case of water yeah, with me smart. on the cruises. And I would just, because even though they're like weekends, I use use my big big suitcase not like my overnight and that way i can like fit more stuff in it yeah, yeah. that is one thing that they let you bring on yeah. and uh i recommend doing that too yeah somebody goes through a lot of water like we do man i like to go in other people's rooms just crack the ceiling <laughs> yeah. and, oh, and leave yeah. it there not cool man <laughs> Uh, this is pretty crazy. After uh, more than a year of unsuccessful negotiations with the uh, fight promotion UFC, Francis Ngannou is officially no longer the UFC heavyweight champion. Bye. So weird. He is gone. By the way, did you see Bare Knuckle uh, fighting championship? Yeah. They're like, uh, hey, Francis, give us a call. Uh, so Ngannou, who fought uh, out his UFC contract in January of 2022, uh, defeating Cyril Ghosn, uh, via unanimous decision in what he said was his final fight of the deal. And now, guess who's back? Fighting for the heavyweight championship. Oh, crazy. Oh, crazy. crazy. Oh, Cokie Bones. John Jones will fight Cyril uh, Gahn uh, for the heavyweight title, the vacant heavyweight title at UFC 285 on Saturday, March 4th at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. I love to watch John Jones fight. He's a he's a magnificent fighter and great, just fun to watch. But, man, how many chances is that guy going to get? Well, you know, yeah, it's crazy. But also, uh, he was the underdog. So I don't know if he still is, but if he is, uh, and you can bet on it. I would bet on Jones as the I, underdog. Again, I don't sure. care. I don't have to live with him. I don't have to. He doesn't work for me. I don't care. But I just wonder how many how UFC just keeps cutting. I mean, he must be such a moneymaker. Uh, they said that he is now the uh, highest paid heavyweight, and I think he's only behind uh, uh, Conor McGregor as far as the highest paid UFC fighter. And I think he this kicks off a four 
fight deal, I think, that he uh, is uh, doing now. Yeah. But that's so crazy. You're out of it for that long. You're doing cocaine, all this stuff. And now, <laughs> welcome back. Fight for the heavyweight yeah. title. Yeah. It makes sense, though, because all this stuff with Dana White that's happening, if you want a distraction in the UFC, he's a great <laughs> yeah, person sure. to bring in. Uh, I want to remind everybody, last Friday we had Antonio Tarver and Antonio Tarver Jr. in the studio. They have a fight happening this Saturday uh, at Calta's 24-7 Fitness which is over there on uh, Waters, I believe. And they're, uh, they're going to have a whole night of fights. And uh, these fighters, really, I mean, a lot of them had undefeated records. Yeah. And it's going to be great. And then uh, Tarver Jr. is fighting in the main event. And that is all going down this Saturday. Uh, I have tickets to give away for that, or you can get them at tarverpromotions.com. I'm going. I bought my tickets. How do you like that? Oh, I yeah. don't like that. Well, here's I the thing. going to give us tickets. If I <laughs> buy my tickets, it guarantees that I'm going to go. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I bought tickets. And uh, I'm going to go check out. I'm not going to go watch nine fights, but I'll go there and watch at least the last couple yeah, of fights. Yeah. So that is this Saturday, tarverpromotions.com. Uh, so we talked about it earlier. After years of posting twerking content online for free, Iggy Azalea has finally taken the advice of some of her fans by joining OnlyFans. Uh, she shared the big news last week. Azalea made in 24 hours. Yeah. $441,500. She made that, or that's what OnlyFans made? Like, I wonder how much they get to take out of that. It says uh, she made, okay. so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure whether so it's... So she could have made 600000 Which yeah. OnlyFans really... I got to tell you, they did it the right way. They're like, we're not giving any content, but we'll provide the platform for you to right, do that. Yeah. And they're just, just taking money from everybody. But Crazy. also, didn't make as much as Bad Baby, because she cleared over like a million. Yeah, in she's one, over, older than 18. In one hour. and then Iggy, But do you remember Iggy Azalea and Bad Baby fought? At one point. Oh, that's right. They had, yeah, they had some beef, and uh, Bad Baby actually like threw water on yeah. Iggy Azalea. What if they collab for OnlyFans? That would blow the roof yeah. off the whole thing. Ooh, if they just fight? No, <laughs> yeah. do that. Right. Throw water they on each other. Wrestle and then they start kissing. Yeah, I'd pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I. I don't. I'm keep trying to find the only fans that I'm that I like. I let them all expire. Not yeah. Into them. Yeah. Uh, heads up for anyone uh, still on Twitter. The Taliban is using Twitter's pay for veri- verification feature to get blue check marks added to their accounts. That's yeah. good. So the Taliban's out there. They're going to start recruiting you. Yeah, I don't want a fake Taliban guy reaching out to me. I want to <laughs> know that my guy is solid Taliban. Uh, so Super Bowl ads are already starting to leak out a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you saw the other day. Michelob Ultra Super Bowl ad or ads will have a Caddyshack theme to them. Did you see the Tony Romo one? No. Where he's lined up and he's hitting the uh, hitting the flowers with the uh, scythe. Nothing says reach a young audience like a movie from the eighties. Yeah. yeah. So Tony Romo and uh, women's uh, soccer player Alex Morgan reenacting some of the scenes from Caddyshack. So. No, 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 no. I don't. It doesn't matter. Good luck. It's still gonna be stupid. This this thing is starting to bug me. Now. Yeah, like it's very annoying. Can you ask an engineer, Carmen? Oh yeah, they said you were texting with Cernak already. Yeah, but so, nothing has been yeah, we, fixed in the we, last hour. We texted with Cernak, and he just uh, wanted us to disconnect and then reconnect, and I was going to call him again during the next commercial break. Okay, because yeah, it's on your end. Yeah. yeah. So, But look, it, it, something keeps popping. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I so. think it's something in the Comrex. So it's almost like a fuse, but I don't even I know mean, if honest, those have fuses. I kind of like it. I sound like Cyborg. <laughs> no, it sounds like whenever you start talking, it sounds like you're in a field of crickets. Ooh. Well, that would be cool, too. That does sound nice. No. Everybody be quiet. Hello. I'm in a field of crickets. <laughs> How about me? <laughs> That's weird. That's definitely digital, though. I don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, on Sunday night, LeBron James became the only became only the second player in NBA history to score thirty eight thousand points all in one game. Is that great? No, <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is still the all time leader with thirty eight thousand three hundred eighty seven. So yeah, close, tight, tight, tight. Good for him. Uh, he's still got a whole career ahead of him to pass Kareem and anybody else and set a record that won't be probably matched in our lifetime. Yeah. How long though? He, I mean, he's been in the he's league for quite some time. You know. Yeah, uh, but is he? Is that showing any sign of weakness? Yeah. No, no. I mean, yeah, he can still definitely play. Uh, when did he first get into the uh, NBA? I mean, he came right out of high school, so he was already super young. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So he was drafted in 2003. So he's been in the league for 20 years. Yeah. 20 he, years in the league. That's crazy. His net worth? That's uh, no. Oh, I, I'm sure. Half a, half a billion. 500 Mike, million. What do you think? No, I think he's worth probably 800 million. Galvin? Uh, I would have said 800 million. So I'm going to go a little bit lower. I'm going to go 750. Carmen, you got a guess? Who are we talking uh, about? Sorry. LeBron, I was LeBron te- James. I was texting Cernak. Uh He is worth. Six hundred and fifty million. Joe, you got a guess? Uh, Four hundred thousand. He laughs at you people. <laughs> He's worth, according to Forbes, in twenty twenty three, he broke a billion dollar yeah. net worth. Well, Forbes, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Nike money alone. Yeah, is like, you know, crazy. That's good. That's yeah. good. Crazy. Uh, and then finally, in news, UltimateClassicRock.com put together a list of rock's most hated songs. All right. This isn't Rolling Stones, all right? That's the list that we hate. Rolling Stones are the trolls list. Yeah, Rolling right. Stones usually does weird stuff. But, I mean, this is all opinion. So you okay. may love the song, and they say that it's terrible. Stairway uh, to Heaven. Uh, Stairway to Heaven is not on the list. Bro. Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, not on the list. Freebird. This, uh, uh, listen, you. I'm not saying you have to love the song. Right. I'm saying you may love the song. These are just songs that they put together. They say these are the list of the rock's most hated songs. Uh, Nickelback, what's that uh, song? How You Remind uh, yes. Me? No, not on there. I can tell you that uh, I was just talking about how great this song is the other day. Couldn't get it out of my mind. Was listening to it on the way in. Number seven, Mr. Roboto. What? Oh, I love that song. It's great. It is a great song. It's such a great song. Look, I can sing it with my robo voice. <laughs> uh, number eight is uh, Paul McCartney and Wings with Silly Love Songs. Oh, I love that song. Uh, number six is We Built This City by Starship. Oh, we oh, built this yeah. city. We uh, built this city on rock and roll. That city. is a dumbass song, but it's good. It's great. Uh, this one I actually agree with. This is pretty annoying. Uh, Shiny Happy People, REM, featuring the... Uh, Chick from the B fifty two. That makes me hate like that happy Michael Stipe makes me want to punch him in the face. <laughs> Brooding, sad Michael Stipe is a genius. <laughs> happy standing up like where you been. I want to kick him right in his chest. Uh what about this one? Number four for the uh Rock's most hated songs. We didn't start the fire, Billy Joel. Oh, get out of here. You know what though? Uh as a longtime Billy Joel fan and somebody who that came out in my era, uh, I love that song, but it is an awful song. It's Billy Joel admittedly tried to write a rap. But also one of his biggest. <laughs> I, yeah. it, no, he says it in the concert. He goes, I wanted to write a rap kind of thing. So I came up with a... Bup, 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 bup. He goes, I love the cadence. And then he uh, and then he wrote that song. Now, I do love all the references in that. And I love to listen to it and try to you know make sure I can identify what he's talking about and all the references. But it really is an awful song. Yeah. Uh, what about this one? Number three, Phil Collins. 
Susudio. No, this is Listen, not I'll give you in the yeah. air tonight. I'm sick of that song. Oh, no. But it's a studio. It's Fantastic. a smash. Yeah. I, I don't even know what they're thinking about here. This is ultimateclassicrock.com. They put together this list. They say rock's most hated songs. Number two, Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take it. Kokomo, the Beach Boys. Yeah, but it's not a rock song either. Oh, it's the no. Beach Boys. Not really a rock song. It, it is the most adult a uh, rock song ever like you know what do they call it adult, adult contemporary yeah, oh. adult contemporary song yeah uh number one according to uh, ultimateclassicrock.com they say the most hated rock song is any guesses you can guess just the band if you want to can you give us <laughs> a hint it's a very successful band probably the well one of the biggest uh american rock bands of all time aerosmith Aerosmith is correct. Carmen. Sweet emotion. No. no uh, let's guess. Hold on. Um, not Dream On. No. Um, it is. It paired beautifully to a wonderful movie. Oh, well, I don't want to miss a thing. I don't uh, want to miss that, a thing. Are you what? kidding me? That yeah. song is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Little animal crackers on her. <laughs> no, uh, that, Tyler's you've got to be kidding me. That oh, song man. makes me want to kiss my ass. <laughs> <No. laughs> nuts. Yeah. These guys. Not, not, a, good, not uh, a great list. Still God, a great movie, listen, by man, the way. If Steven Tyler can really sing like that in real life, that would be amazing. That is one of the well, most well-produced songs, and that is a lovely song. These people are nuts. Uh, two things. One is I got down a rabbit hole of Kennedy Center Honors because of uh, uh, U2 yeah. thing. I was watching that, and it was Paul McCartney, and Steven Tyler came out and did a medley. Crushed really? it. Yeah, but this was back. I don't know how long. Yeah. But also, when he was on American Idol as a judge, Stephen Tyler, uh, there was a kid in there, and they were talking. And he goes, that's good. He goes, but you should probably go up in the one part. And he started singing, and you go, holy crap. You forget how good Stephen Tyler and why he's as famous as he is. He is a great singer. But the problem with, with that is is that um, when you go see Aerosmith Live, there's literally somebody on stage singing lead with Stephen Tyler the whole time. I don't care. I, I like to see Aerosmith. I like the show. And Steven Tyler is the best frontman in a band ever. But uh, he does. He can't. That guy without that guy, that guy plays keyboards and he sings and he sings with Steven Tyler. So he is there. But yeah. it sounds great. And, it, and it's worth the price of admission. But it's it's weird to think that he can do that. I just don't know if he can endure that for a whole yeah, show. I don't know what the deal is with I mean, that. I mean, he's up there in age. Yeah, he's 70 something. Right. I did see a big cl- a clickbait thing the other day. It said uh, you would never believe how good looking these guys were when they were younger. And it was short Steven Tyler. So I clicked on it. Steven Tyler was ugly as hell. Yeah, he looked like but a girls ugly, love him. He looked like an ugly Ricker when he was younger, and then, uh, but you know, who was good looking was uh, Ozzy. They showed yeah. a picture of Ozzy when he was in his twenties. He was a, a handsome young guy. Oh yeah, yeah. When he's young, young. Yeah, yeah. And because then, then when Ozzy went solo, he was fat. Yeah, but no, this is when he was in his twenties. Yeah, short, spiky hair. And he's like, oh, no, that was the Sharon years. They yeah. both got fat together. And then the other one was uh, Warren Beatty. You look at Warren Beatty now, and you're like, that's a handsome, distinguished man. You look at Warren Beatty when he was, like, in his 30s. Holy smokes, that was a good-looking yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, your lists are dumb. Not used. Yeah, <laughs> I remember, know. Remember that I was got you. Yeah. Uh, that is it for news. All right. We must take a break. If you want to get through to us, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. It's Tuesday, so Dominic Ferriello is going to join us in the 9 o'clock to take your legal calls. Uh, in the meantime, we got a lot of things that we still want to talk about. I told you I went to Hot Bins. What was the other thing I had to tell you? I went to another. Oh, 